0: Good morning. Welcome to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. We're visiting here today with Mindy Corcoran. She's a managing member and co-founder of Boyer and Corcoran Wealth Management, LLC, where she serves as their chief executive officer. But Mindy's greatest passion is to lead the Faith Always Wins Foundation and the Reet Griffin Underwood Memorial Fund. And she's here today to talk about both organizations, as well as an upcoming series of events. It's a week-long celebration, I I believe uh, Mindy would probably call it that, called Seven Days Challenge, Make a Ripple to Change the World. Welcome to the show today, Mindy. Thank you, Kelly. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. I'm, I'm so excited to help you get the word out about this. Talk to us about the Faith Always Wins Foundation and the Reet Griffin Underwood Memorial Fund. What are they and what's their purpose?
1: Yes, their purpose is the same. Uh, they do have different names, and it, it can be a little confusing. So if, if I can have a minute, I'll explain the Please, difference. yes. When Reet and my dad were initially killed, we were thrown into having to open a foundation. There there was literally money being thrown at us because people wanted to give and give and, and help, which is wonderful. And so we opened a foundation immediately through the Greater Kansas City Community Foundation. So if anyone needs to open a foundation quickly, that's where you can go. Mm-hmm. And, and we, I know we have other community foundations in town that are also faith-based specifically, but this is a community organization. So Brenda Chumley... Came to our home, opened the Reed Griffin Underwood Memorial Fund, and we got going. And we had a safe place for people who wanted to make donations. That was very important to me. Obviously, I've been a financial advisor my entire career, and so, uh, so I did <laughs> have co- I did it, yeah. have connections. I did understand, uh, and I wanted it to be safe. I wanted mm-hmm. it to be in a safe place. And then after that, months after that, when we decided to have some activities, Mm -hmm. which to me means selling T-shirts or hosting the event of seven days, etc., we realized we were going to be an operating event and an operating foundation and a donor advised fund cannot be an operating foundation and that's okay the donor advised fund at the at a community foundation has its place and it's a very good place but we needed an active operating fund so we opened a 501c3 and again, the advisory board on both of them is exactly the same. The mission statement for both foundations is exactly the same. We did name our 501c3 Faith Always Wins mm-hmm. instead of the Reed Griffin Underwood Memorial Fund. It's a little bit of a long name, and it's certainly very meaningful to me, but it's not a name that I felt like um, would help actually in branding. So mm-hmm. we wanted, you know, I'm a business person. Right. We wanted to have a name that would be more functional. Mm-hmm. So Again, they have different names, different legal identities, but they function, um, they, they are the same in the end. Okay. And you, you said something about the mission statement. What
0: is the mission statement?
1: Our mission statement is, and I'm sorry, I can't just repeat it to you uh, verbatim, but our mission is to provide uh, kindness through, uh, through acts of kindness, teach religious understanding, our specific foundation wants to give money to medical initiatives. It's very broad because mm-hmm. we want it to be broad. My father was a physician, so medical initiatives and performing arts. Okay. So what we want to do is enrich the world through giving, giving to those areas, medical initiatives and performing arts, grief. We, we're going to focus on helping people through grief as mm-hmm. well. And then our foundation is a very large sponsor for the event that you mentioned seven days make a ripple change the world and that focus is all on kindness and religious understanding okay and when you said that you chose the name
0: faith always wins you know you're a business person about its branding why did you settle on the name faith always wins what's behind that what's the story behind that
1: Yes, there's a little bit of background to that. At the funeral, there were over a thousand people Mm -hmm. standing outside the funeral and a lot of them were holding signs that said love wins. And initially I thought, that's it. That's our message. Mm -hmm. Our message is love wins. However, love didn't get me through that grief. Mm -hmm. Love didn't get me through the tragedy, the devastation, the fact that I could hardly breathe and walk for weeks. Faith got me through that. And the person who brought that to my attention was a very dear friend of mine who's Jewish. And we were sitting at a table and they were talking to us about what is it that we want to do from here going forward. And this was probably in July of 2014. And I said, I feel like love wins is a message that we want to have. And he said, Mindy, I understand that. But dear, every time you speak about overcoming the tragedy, you talk about your faith. Mm And the light bulb went off, and the cold chills happened, and the goosebumps, yeah. and all of that. And we said, okay. So we named it Faith Always Wins.
0: Yeah, what, what a great story. And that was just what you said, that was July. So that was just a couple, three months past the shooting. So you, uh, this was all still very fresh and, and uh the fact that you had somebody, you know—you had a a strong support group, you still do have a strong support group that was able to point that out to you and that you were able to recognize it. Like you said, you had a bodily reaction to it. Uh, So it was right.
1: Yes. And you should be, you and everyone else should listen to those um, visceral body reactions because they are very clear, especially when your heart is so very damaged. I I just listened to my heart Mm -hmm. for months and months, a year now, I even really listened to it because it it was so raw that it took me wherever I needed to go. And it Mm -hmm. kept me from going places. It it also allowed me to protect myself. Mm -hmm. Um, I had a a very... busy social calendar with work and are the groups that I'm in the the women who mean business your events thinking bigger mm-hmm. going to those activities going to nightly activities breakfast socializing networking and I had to stop all of that and for months and, and it it was too painful to be in front of people and have to get in the conversation of and you have children Mm-hmm. And how many children do you have? And right. how old are they? And because that's what we do as parents. Yes, and it takes a lot of time to get yourself um, healed enough to have those conversations. And um, so it took; it did take practice. I, I would say that I pushed myself through grief. I still grieve. It's not that I don't, but I definitely pushed myself into it and through it in the first few months because I felt like. That's just how I needed to do it, and yeah. so that's what I did.
0: Interestingly, some people would probably be surprised to hear you say that about the social activities, and while on the one hand, maybe some of the more intimate conversations or the more one-on-one were very difficult for you, people have applauded you and just really been, for lack of a better word, wowed at the fact that you were able to get up and speak at the church and in so many other public venues, uh, and you've said before, too, that that was another way that you worked yourself through, you know, that that helped you through all of the grief and the uh, understanding.
1: That's correct. The first public speakings that I did, and specifically the vigil the night of the Mm -hmm. shooting, was all Mm God-led. I had absolutely no control over that. It, It looked like it was me, but it was not me. And I knew that I needed to be around students to let them know that God didn't kill Reed. Mm-hmm. I did not want them to get derailed in their life, in their faith journey at such a young age. And and we all struggle with it still, how how do bad things happen to good people? Right. But God gave man free will. Mm-hmm. And if he didn't give us free will, we we wouldn't even be able to do anything. We'd all be puppets. So... So God has given me the strength to do what I need to do. And I very much listen for what I'm supposed to do. In the first few months, I I just did exactly that.
0: Yeah. This has all led you to a very positive place. And we've we've
1: alluded to the seven days. So let's talk about it now. What is seven days? Seven days, Make a Ripple Change the World is a seven day event, and it's meant to be a healing event for anyone. Of course, it was started because of the tragedy. But I want people to to take on seven days in their own way, and make it be for them what it needs to be to help them heal from whatever they might need to heal from. Mm -hmm. It might be cancer, it might be a divorce, it might be um, something's going on in, in your family that's disruptive. So seven days is seven themes, acts of kindness every day. We want acts of kindness every day in a themed approach. And we'll go over the themes in just a minute. Mm -hmm. And then this year we really brought to the forefront interfaith conversation. So the man who killed Reet and my dad and Terry Lomano killed them because he thought they were Jewish. It was completely a hate based, religious based crime. And he did that because he was never taught about any other faith. He was taught specifically to hate those who would not like him. And we see that so prevalently now, Oh, yeah, just so prevalently. So Mm -hmm. it hit us at home in Overland Park. It hit the Kansas City metro area by hitting us, et cetera. And I believe wholeheartedly that God has asked me to pull faiths together and to help people to have a safe environment to learn about other faiths. Okay,
0: and we're going to take a break. When we get back, we're going to talk about the seven themes. We're going to talk about the dates and how you can register for some of these events. You're listening to Smart Companies Radio on Blog Talk Radio. We'll be right back. Interested in growing your business? her first breakup do you a put yourself in her shoes how could he do this to you and for sheila she has split ends b console her oh sweetie this is gonna happen a lot Four, maybe five
1: more times before you get married c take charge gotta get this all straightened out keep a little talking to man to man mano a mano hey steve it's now a good time no
0: Good morning. Welcome back to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. We're visiting here this morning with Mindy Corcoran, who is the CEO of Boyer and Corcoran Wealth Management. But what we're talking about today is the foundations that uh, she has established in memory of her father and her son. And uh, we're talking specifically about the seven days, make a ripple, change the world events that are coming up in mid-April. And you were talking a little bit about the uh, reason for the event. And each day has a theme. So why don't you just kind of take us day by day through the week?
1: Yes, each day has a theme to make it very fun and enjoyable. And we also have resources on our website. So I'll, I'll talk about that as I go through each day. So we start Tuesday, April 12th with love. So our day of love is to just do that. Love someone more than you might be loving them now. It could be leaving a note for your spouse or a card or an extra hug for your children. And then it could be sharing love with a coworker. I mean, Mm -hmm. in a nice way. I mean, I'm not trying to (laughs) ruffle any feathers here, but, um, but it just is showing some love. It could be in any way. So again, we have resources on our website on the um, what we call the take action page. So if someone clicks on take action, scrolls down, you'll do some clicking and find some resources. We have school resources, home resources, and business resources. Mm -hmm. So we think that we created some appropriate items for people to do. So if, if you're brainstorming and you can't come up with something or you feel it might be inappropriate and you're not sure... We have some resources mm-hmm. on the website. And the website is, we haven't said that yet. Thank you. Seven, it, it, it is give7days.org, G-I-V-E-S-E-V-E-N-D-A-Y-S.org. I was on um, another station a couple of days ago, and they said there's no need to say WWW any longer. There's so, I, So even though I just <laughs> pretended that I didn't say it, I kind of said it. So um, so on our Tuesday, April 12th, Day of Love, we are hosting an event at 7 p.m. at Rockhurst High School. And and this is very key. So a Catholic school is hosting a rabbi, a Jewish rabbi. And, and that is very important to our entire event. We are mixing faiths. We are mixing cultures on purpose. Um, rabbi Alan Goshen-Gotstein and our local Ambassador Alan Katz, he's currently a professor at UMKC. He's going to be moderating. So they're going to be speaking at 7 p.m. And the title is called Actually, What is Interfaith? And they're starting out our our day. Mm -hmm. Want me to go on to Wednesday? Um, Yes, please. So Wednesday, April 13th, that is going to be the two year anniversary of the shooting. And um, a lot of people have asked, how are you going to commemorate that? And I said, you know what, the whole week I commemorate it and every day I commemorate it. So yes, it will have happened on that day. And at key times during that day, I will certainly sit down and, and reflect on what happened two years ago. But that morning at 7:30 in the morning, we um, are so delighted to be hosted by Sunlight Day Spa. Mm-hmm. Um, Connie Zach and her team are hi- are hosting us there 7:30 a.m for a breakfast. We have two local authors, Mary Lucas and Lisa Collias Cooper. Um, They've both written books about their family members, about their parents in particular, and um, that'll be a a really fun morning event. And then in the evening, you can attend a multicultural event at Blue Valley North High School. It's a Blue Valley School District-sponsored event, and we're just going to be a partner there. Okay.
0: All right. So two events um, on Wednesday, and then moving along to Thursday...
1: Yes, and I'm sorry, Wednesday was Discover Day. So oh, when, yes. that's a, Wednesday is Discover. Thursday is Others. And and each word is to um, give you the opportunity to reach out and do something based on that word. So Thursday, April 14th is Others. And we're bringing in the former Senator of North Carolina, Malcolm Graham, to the Church of the Resurrection at 7 p.m. He is hosted by the um, Greater Kansas City Interfaith Council. They will be present at many of our events. And the reason we are bringing in Senator uh, Malcolm Graham is he lost his sister in the Charleston shooting. So he is a Christian man. He's not a theologian, but he is talking about what I've talked about is how to overcome evil through faith. Mm -hmm. So he'll be there at the Church of the Resurrection. And then Friday is Connect. And I am very excited about Friday Connect Day. So first of all, the word was Connect. It's been Connect for two years now. But Friday, April 15th is the National Donate Life Day. And Reet was an organ donor. He okay. was an organ and tissue donor. And that made me very happy that we could do that. We could help other people. We are doing two specific things on our Connect today at St. Luke's College of Health Sciences, the nursing school on Westport Road. They're hosting a blood drive from 8 to 12. Okay. And then at Congregation Beth Torah, it's Shabbat on Friday evening. And I am speaking. So we are embracing Shabbat. I'm going to be the featured speaker at uh, Beth Torah. And I'm going to talk about organ donation. And and at both locations, Midwest Transplant is going to have their key people available to help other individuals become organ and tissue donors if okay. they want to do that. So
0: they can sign up for that. Absolutely. And, and I know we've got three more days, which we'll get to here in a minute, but I just want to remind people who may have missed it a minute ago, you can go out to the website, give7days.org. 7 is spelled out. You can get the details on any of these events. We're having to cover them pretty rapidly here, but you can get the details. You can register if you need to. Um, so that brings us to Saturday, April 16th.
1: Saturday is Go Day. And what we want you to do is on it as an individual, go out and go do something. Go ride a bike. Go walk your dog. Go take your kids to the park. Go do something. Obviously, I don't know what the weather's going to be, but <laughs> go do something. If it needs to be inside, then then do that as well. Our two hosted events... Um, Our first one starts at 1130 a.m. at Lifetime Fitness on 135th Street in Overland Park. We're partnering with the Allie Kemp Foundation, and I know some people might recognize Mm -hmm. that name. The Take Defense self-training class is going to start at noon. We're going to provide some sandwiches. It's for young women age 12 and up to come take a self-defense training class. So we're covering the costs and partnering with Allie Kemp's foundation. And then that evening Cleveland University is hosting us and we're going to have an interfaith youth workshop again There's the interfaith word. Yes, we're focusing on high school students helping them have conversations with students their own age adults Possibly that are from a different faith and a different culture And then sunday april 17th is you so I know as a woman you hear this as much as I do We take care of others. We take care of everyone else besides ourselves and, and men tend to do that as well if they need to. And so the you day is to take care of you so you can take care of other people. At uh, 2 p.m. in the afternoon, we're going to hear from Sonia Warshawski. And she's a Holocaust survivor. She's going to be talking with her daughter, Regina, at Heritage United Methodist Church. Please note that's a Methodist church hosting a Jewish woman talking about the Holocaust. And then again, we're back at Cleveland University and we're hosting um, a panel of Muslims. And we're very excited to have Imam Bilal Muhammad, Menaz Shabir, and then two youth are going to come. I think they're both juniors in high school, Mm -hmm. a female and a male, and they're going to talk about what is it like and actually how lucky they are to live in our community and practice their faith. So that should be a very safe and interesting Mm -hmm. environment. And then, Kelly, I'm very excited to say we have um, right at 1,000 walkers wow, signed up. Wow, that's
0: incredible. So
1: Monday, April 18th is Onward, and we want people to focus on going Onward. If you don't have a charity, if you don't have a philanthropy, if you don't know how to move Onward and heal yourself, we've got some options for you at our Peace Walk. So the Peace Walk um, starts at 630, but the but the whole pre-walk starts at 4, 430 at Church of the Resurrection. Right. And I'm very excited to say we have Trent Green Good Being our pre-walk announcer, Great. so um, I know I know he knows how to do a pre-show. <laughs> so Trent Green is going to be interviewing some of our charities and um, and focusing on some entertainment for the first half hour before we do the walk. Mm-hmm. And then we have Mayor Sly James and Mayor Carl Gerlach will um, will start the walk again along with Reet, my son, singing the the national anthem because we had it taped. Right, and so he it will play his national anthem, mm-hmm. and then we'll walk from the Jewish Community Campus to Church of the Resurrection for a celebration. Okay, and that
0: is the uh, conclusion of seven days, but this is just the, really the beginning of uh, of a challenge to practice this, keep this in practice, not just all year long, but really throughout your life. Correct. It's, it's, this is a life-changing uh, event, a series of events that you're holding there. And again, you can go out to give7days.org to get details on all this. Seven is spelled out, uh, all, all letters. Tell us
1: about uh, how you can get ready registered for the walk itself. Is that also at give7days.org? Yes. If you go to give7days.org and you click on the, the word walk, it will give you instructions and information and you can register from that page as well. But there's also a button that you can click on that says register for the walk. So there are two ways. You can either go click register for the walk um, and then you can see other information by just clicking the word walk. Is there a deadline for uh, registering for that or
0: are you just letting it stay open? Well,
1: I'll tell you what, it's so um, complicated for us and I'm still new at this. I'm new at hosting this type of event and I'm so thankful that we have so many members on the committee helping and being very supportive advisors. We got a permit for 5,000 people. So okay. Overland Park Police will allow us to have up to 5,000 people. My dilemma is, do we order 5,000 shirts and pay for them ahead of time? <laughs> right now, we're not doing that. Right now, we're monitoring the um, the progress. It does mm-hmm. cost $10 to register, and with your $10, our goal is for you to get a shirt. But we may not be able to do that in time for the walk. So the deadline was April 3rd okay. to get a T-shirt. However you can still register for the walk. And if you aren't wearing one of our T-shirts, we'll give you a wristband. Okay. So people can still walk. So we will not close the walk until we get to 5,000 people.
0: How long is the route? I know you said it starts at the Jewish Community Center, ends at Church of the Resurrection. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That it's about
1: 3.4 miles.
0: Okay. So, so it's really not too strenuous most people can do that it is yeah. not
1: strenuous and very interestingly last year everyone walked it much faster than we thought they really would. they were we have a lot of athletic people out there <laughs> and uh better shape than you thought they were it was it's not a race it's mm-hmm. not a run and it is not a march it is a peace walk it's a peaceful walk but they did they hoofed it up to the church and um so this year we're going to have food trucks Oh, and uh, slow them down a bit. We well, we did we did a survey last year, and we listened. Um, people got to the church and left instead of coming inside for the celebration because they were hungry. Makes sense. So yeah. we have um, commandeered the uh, food truck mafia, mm-hmm. and we mm-hmm. have twelve food trucks coming. Oh so my goodness! We have a variety of food. Um, So you might want to have some cash on hand. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know that it's going to cost that much, but have some cash on hand to buy some food from the food trucks. And then we do have a celebration in the church, which is really important to a lot of students. We're going to have three songwriting competition winners announced. We will get to hear their songs.
0: And that that just ended just, what, two days ago? It ended two days ago. The voting
1: ended two days ago. Uh So we'll know, I'll know those results um, just in probably today or tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And then this year we... um, had a grant for $5,000, and we're giving away $1,000 to five different seniors who submitted kindness applications. Oh, wow. So we are tapping into the youth through song and acts of kindness. And, mm-hmm. and so eight people, the three song winners and the five kindness application winners will all get recognized at the celebration. So even though it's in a church, it's not a sermon. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not you know religious, really, in any sense of yeah. the word. Once we get in there, it's a celebration of people and kindness.
0: Yeah. It, it sounds like a wonderful week. It just, it just so many different activities that you can plug into. And if on um, Monday, the walk, if you can't walk, but you still want to be part of it, how would you encourage that people get involved that day in particular, if they can't walk, come to the celebration afterwards? Absolutely. Or? Come
1: to the celebration. I would arrive at the church. If you're not going to walk, I would arrive at the church about 630 okay. and get some parking because the walk will be just starting at that mm-hmm. point And you can be first in line at the food truck <laughs> and then you can be uh, inside look, taking a look at the charities we're going to have at least 17 charities tables set up okay so um, a few of them are operation breakthrough higher impact restoration house um, we, what we were trying to do is shine a light on the philanthropy available in the kansas city mm-hmm. community and help people grab onto that so yeah, if you are not able to walk, please show up and grab a seat in the sanctuary after you visited the food trucks and the charity tables. Now,
0: one last question. You said it when you started. You said, you know, I'm a business person. So you were worried about the structure of the donations and so forth. Yes, you are a business person. What you just described sounds like it would take all year to plan and execute against. How do you as a business person, because I know there's others out there who who struggle with charitable and community contributions while they're running a business. How do you balance all that?
1: So I've learned a long time ago, there's no balance. There's, mm-hmm. no, there's no easy balance. You you were either giving more to one area or in less to another. But what's important, and any great business person knows, and you know this, you have to have a good team around you. Yes. You have to have people who are as passionate as you and want to help you. And I'm very blessed, very blessed that at Boyer Incorporated Wealth Management, we have a team of 12. It's about to be a team of 14. We're actually in the hiring process for two different uh, people Good and, and I'm overseeing that, so that's <laughs> that's been a little busy and yeah. crazy. We're reviewing resumes today at noon, um, but. And then, for seven days, our committee our lead committee, has twenty two people on it wow. and I tell you what I thought last year that 's too many people. I need to cut it down, mm-hmm. but i can 't it you saw how many yeah. moving parts there yes. are, and so uh, they all take on their part and their role very seriously, and they 're amazing they They have a lot of passion about doing good in the area, doing good for themselves and and broadening this into a national to a national event so um we're excited to get this one under our belt, and we're already planning for next year.
0: Wow. You, you've done so much good, so much good, and you have become such a, a beacon for so many people in the light of everything that's happened. Thank you very much for, uh, for doing all of this. Um, and again, the website and any closing remarks you'd like to make.
1: Our website is give 7 and I would say my closing remarks are God talks to everyone. He didn't just talk to me. You don't have to be a Bible reader. You don't have to be in church. You don't have to be in a synagogue or in a mosque to hear what your calling is to be. So if you feel you if you feel that you are hearing it, listen and take a step. Yeah, pay attention and act.
0: You're listening to Smart Companies Radio on Blog Talk Radio. And if you would like to learn more about how to grow your business, please visit our website at ithinkbigger.com. Follow us on Twitter at I Think Bigger or on Facebook at Thinking Bigger Business Media. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week.